most competitive guy. I, I mean, I would throw in Michael Jordan, Isaiah Thomas, oh, yeah. Kobe Bryant. It's basketball. It can't be, you know, you, you can't overthink it. Hey, everybody. Welcome in. Another edition of King and Foster. On NRM Streamcast, Tom Azaway in our studios, Terry Foster and Jimmy King on location. Our last show, uh, we left you with uh, Terry and Jimmy's riveting conversation on LeBron James and where he fits uh, in the greatness poll, I guess. And uh, I've thrown out some pretty damn good names out uh, to Terry, but he still thinks LeBron <laughs> James is better than Wilt Chamberlain, uh, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, and uh, I can go on and on. Uh, hi, fellas. <laughs> now, it, it, you know, Maz, I have another bone to pick with you. Oh, I bet. You're not much of a journalist. You had uh, Dan Dickerson on, and Dan Dickerson said that Chris Illich said he's going he's going to spend money next year. No, you no, didn't ask said, him the key question. What's that? Do you believe him? <laughs> he didn't say next year. He said when they're ready. Oh, when they're ready? Okay. When they're ready. Should have said, "Do you believe him?" Yeah, I still do. You don't believe him. Do you think that they'll own the Tigers for much longer? That's another question. Uh, don't know. I, I always, I always thought some big corporation is going to swoop in, buy them, and try to make it a um, like it was under Mike Illich, but you know, with a little more, few more bells and whistles. You mean like Little Caesars? I, I heard, <laughs> I, well, I heard two. I heard two. Um, Rumors in the past, Comcast, really, and Marathon Oil. Wow, to really that was bad, but none, neither one of them happened. But I'm, this is like big, big, big time stuff. Well, we'll see. I just want them to start winning again and start playing good baseball again. That's all I could ask for. Watching, watching uh, the playoffs now, and I'm enjoying them. It's not been the best baseball I've seen ever, but I'm enjoying it just because uh, there's some sports being played. So. You got football, Thursday night football. You got the poor Jets. They don't have a win. They stink. You got the Denver uh, Broncos. They don't have a win. They stink. Someone's got to win tonight or it's going to end in a 0-0 tie. That's what I predict, to be perfectly frank with you. (laughs) I I think the Jets are the worst team in football, man. No, the Giants are. No, Jets, I'm I'm a Jet basher, man. They they look awful. (laughs) And they kind of make the score look a little bit decent at the end, but then they get their asses kicked right off the bat, man. All right, before we talk basketball, how about the Lions and uh, the Saints this weekend? I'll go with you first, Terry. How many touchdowns is Drew Brees going to throw for here at Ford Field? Uh, let me see. He'll he'll throw for three, but, you know, they'll all be on screen passes. And, yes, uh, they are screen and, passes. And he's got to break tackles and score. Correct. Correct. That is a fact. That's the new way of throwing a touchdown pass. Jimmy, you were shaking your head. You think the Lions are going to win. I'm just not, you know, I think Drew is struggling. Um, well, he got Michael his, Thomas back this week. Yeah, yeah, he gets Thomas back. But his he seems to be not the same Drew. He seems like his timing is a little bit off. Yeah, you're probably me. right. He doesn't seem as sharp. Um, but we'll see. Um, I just hope this isn't the game that he gets back on track because the past couple of games, uh, watching him play, it just didn't seem like the same Drew Brees. And I know he didn't have his his hitter, uh, Thomas, in the in the lineup. And I know he's itching to get back. But, um, yeah, I, I just hope. 
Does he look better than Mitch Trubisky? <laughs> who lost his job but beat the Lions? Yeah. I look better than Mitch Trubisky. Listen, how would you like – I know we complain about being Lion fans, and there's nothing worse than that. But how would you like to be a Chicago Bear fan knowing you passed up um, Patrick Mahomes, Deshaun Watson, like, you know, right there, and move up to get Trubisky ahead of them? Historically – Bad decisions. That's what kills your franchise. They they had the opportunity. Um, some reports that I heard, they didn't listen to uh, people in the front office and, and in the scouting uh, room and for whatever reason chose to take Trubisky. And he looked like initially that he was going to be something special or at least had the potential to be. And then I, 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 I don't think I've ever seen someone drop off so hard like he's had like he's had like he has in the past year and a half. We'll you, see. You I, know why they talk on Patrick Mahomes, brother. This why? right here. <laughs> it's Chicago. It's, it's the city of Chicago. It's, it's, yeah, this is the darker move. They didn't they didn't have the belief that the running black quarterback was going to be able to make it in this league. Um Really? You know, you're playing so you're playing that? You're playing that? Hey, you that's it. what happened. You tell me why they passed on Patrick Mahomes Because they're stupid. The Lions are stupid, too. True. And you know how stupid the Lions were? If they had if they had a shot at, uh, what's the, the uh, Tony Mandarich? Oh, Tony Mandarich. They would have picked Tony Mandarich over Billy, over um, Barry. Barry Sanders. You're probably right. You're probably right. Thank <laughs> God the Packers took him. Thank God. Mm-hmm. Packers <laughs> did the Lions a favor, man. They did. Then we would be talking about that forever. You're and, right. But you know, the Lions, but here's the Lions bad. This is the Lions, Darko. They passed up uh, Randy Moss for Terry Fair. Yeah, I know. You can go on. Terry, we could pick every <laughs> We could pick every single draft and, and, and see what they did. Thank God they took Calvin Johnson when they did. But do you know why they passed on Randy Moss? Supposedly, yeah, I bet you because he was uh, a, a pot smoker. That's what they're saying, but and that's that's the reason. But I talked to Ryan Hughes, who was in charge of the draft yeah. back then. He said Randy Moss had alligator arms, which I wow. thought was total bullshit. <laughs> Holy crow! That was that was, you know, they're afraid of players like Randy Moss because Randy Moss is he talks weed and he talks tells you all yeah talk. A little bit ghetto, but then they didn't want to admit that, so they said. So Ryan Hughes tells he has alligator arms. I'm like, dude, that is so false. It's more like eagle's wings. Yeah, I just don't understand why. <clears throat> what what the what is the fear? Like, what's the blowback on that? Lions, I mean, they they like taking they like taking vanilla players, Jimmy. Anyone that you know that's going to stay on the line. Vanilla records. Yeah, that's get, a fact. But that's and, what I'm saying. You're willing to take those chances. And if you come in and got too much mouth, they get rid of your ass. Yeah, look what happened. They got Darius Slay, Snacks, because they, they wanted to change things with the defense. And, you know, they coaches, did. instead of listening to them, said, no, I know better. Leave us alone. It, but you notice – Though against Kansas City, they changed that defense. Probably some things that Slate was talking about that they needed to do. They need to be more aggressive. So, so they so, won their game because they stepped out of their zone. 
So T, let me ask you this because you we we I think we had a discussion a few weeks back about um Barry and his temperament. And so if they don't like players like that, even even Megatron, they don't like players that don't speak their mind, but you got players of their caliber who went out and did their jobs, but weren't necessarily the rah-rah locker room guys or <clears throat> you know outspoken guys but got it done and who are, you know, Hall of Famers and all-time greats, you know, it's, that's what I was saying. It's a, that's a, it's a conundrum. Like, what do you do? If they chop your head off, what do you do? Do you speak out and then get traded? Or do you just come in every day and do the best that you can and maneuver um, in a, in a, in a, in a system that's messed, you know, that's not functioning optimally and you, and you got to do your job. And that's all we, you know, we hear fans say and people outside the locker room say, just do your job. Just come in. We don't want you bringing in outside issues. We don't care what it's like. We just want to, you know, we want to see you do your thing. And so guys who who do that, you know, they, it, it's, it's crazy because then when you speak out, it's like, oh, you know, maybe he's mouthy or he has a bad, um, you know, who, who's going to want to sign him? You might have people within the organization at the top that might bad mouth you. And, um, you know, you you don't want to take that chance of going somewhere else to, you know, not get paid. Like all that stuff comes into factor. And that's why I'm saying, like, all that stuff comes into play in negotiations. It's a dirty game. Yeah, but with the Lions, I'd be saying, get my ass out of here. Uh, Diggs <laughs> is in a better place. Uh, uh, Darius Slay is in a better place. Not Golden um, Tate. <laughs> Golden Tate is not, but uh, you know he had his opportunity uh, to, to do that. And plus, Golden he Tate. Is a little bit I mean, he's he's not that much worse off. I mean, the right. one and two Lions were going nowhere, and the least, Giants were going nowhere. At least he's in a good place. He's, he's in a good town. Yeah, I mean, I could I could I could stomach New York for a while. Yeah, Jersey. Yeah. Let's see, you got Hey, Maz, I, I, I don't want to get mad. You get you mad again. But <laughs> the ahead, NBA, yeah. the NBA, yeah. Jersey was like one of my worst trips. I know. I got you. I now, what, now, wait a minute. Was, did you go nowhere. to Jersey when they were in East Rutherford, or did you go to Jersey when they were down south in Rutgers at Piscataway? No, nah, I was uh, East Rutherford? In, uh, East Rutherford, yeah. Okay, so you didn't you didn't go down to Rutgers to the rack? No, I've I've never been to Rutgers. Okay. No, I'm, we we stayed in a hotel yeah. surrounded by freeways. Across the freeway, you saw the arena. You couldn't walk there because <laughs> um, you'd be killed. So you had to take a cab to an arena that you can see. There's probably. Hey, they had a shuttle. Your hotel had a shuttle. That's <laughs> boring. It was never on time. <laughs> yes, Terry. It's not. Maybe it wasn't the most optimal place for you to stay at. But New Jersey is a beautiful state. We have the seashore. We got the mountains. We got New York City okay. right in our backyard. What more do you want? All right, brother. When you fly in Tuesday afternoon for a Tuesday night game. You don't have time to go to the mountains. You don't have time to go to the, your little parks and stuff like that. Our our big thrill was uh, going to a Hooligans that you had in the mall that was like five 
Yeah, whatever it was. Hula that hands. Five miles. That yeah, Seacock. Well, they got a movie theater there, too. You could have caught a movie. I don't see a movie. <laughs> you can't. You can't. You can't watch a movie and then go to an NBA game. You'll fall asleep, man. I got you, man. I got you. Hey, you're listening to King and Foster. You're watching King and Foster on NRM Streamcast. Hey, just get back to your NBA uh, spiel again. You know, we were talking in the last show, and you had LeBron, and you said you dropped him to number three. And I came up, and I gave you Jabbar. I gave you Chamberlain. I gave you Bill Russell. I gave you Oscar Robertson. And you were telling me that's the dark ages. But basketball, like Jimmy said, it's a different game now. It's a lot easier to score now. It's a lot easier to put yourself out there, to, to show off who you are. And it's a lot easier to pick whoever the hell you want to come and play with you. Okay. <laughs> LeBron James has done it over two eras. I mean, he, he was dominant during the going to work pistons, which, was, which to me is a different era. It's a little bit tougher then. wasn't as tough as it was in the 80s and 90s. But he's done it over two eras. I mean, 17 years in the league. This guy, how many players, and, and, and the only guy that I know, I pass him, how many guys play 80, 86 feet, wherever, however long the court is, of basketball? They're dominant on both ends of the floor as far as they can push the ball. They can. Uh, I'm not going to call him a great defender, but he, he's a good uh, rebounder, good assist man. He makes you a better player. And he can score when he has to. Um, to me, LeBron is di- – and you don't like him because of off-the-court stuff. You haven't given me a reason on court why you don't like him. He uh, he travels. Let's start there. So he Michael cre- Jordan? No, not like that. Come on. Really? Not yeah, he, the, rule, the rules have changed for LeBron. The rules have changed played. for LeBron. no. no Rules change for Michael Jordan. Yeah, we know that as well. The Pistons. We know that. I got that. Sam Smith. I got it. But, Jimmy, help me out here. Do the rules change for LeBron? Yes, the rules change for LeBron. The rules change for MJ. But they're they're not the same. Um, You know, that's why, you know, Wilt is, you know, quote is so, uh, it's, 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 it's true. You know, they changed the rules to stop him from being great. And they changed the rules to help Michael be great. And they changed the rules to help LeBron be a little bit greater. However, again, you have to take advantage or they took advantage of whatever the rules were at the time. Um, that's why it's hard to compare errors, but just, you know, the eye test and, 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 and from what I, you know, from what I see, um, you know, you, you have to, it, LeBron is a great player physically. He's a great player skill wise. Um, I think that <clears throat> if you compare the, the, the times, I think you can go back and say that if you were able to play a little bit more physically, that those buckets that he gets are, that are seemingly easier because of the way the defense is played. He wouldn't have as much. He wouldn't play other players wouldn't score as much. So his assists would be down. You could argue that, um, you know, I think he would have adapted, but to what extent that's, that's, that's what we don't know 
because we seen Michael push through um, and fight through. And, you know, we, we have short memories. You know, MJ, you know, you're talking about both ends of the court. He was def- defensive player of the year and MVP. LeBron has never done that. He will never be an all-defender. He's an off-ball defender, um, and he's not a great on-ball defender. Late in the games, and I talked to, uh, and I won't mention this GM's name, but I <laughs> I posed a question to him, and I said, you know, would you foul LeBron James in the fourth quarter? Because it oftentimes I've seen him shy away from wanting the ball or taking a, or going to the basket because he didn't want to get fouled to go to the line. And when he gets to the line, he's prone to miss at least one. So, you know, they reluctantly agreed because, you know, nobody really wants to say one of the best players has a glaring flaw or, you know, something that you could point to that's a weakness but he's still one of the greatest. But with all that being said, uh, putting him at three, you know, it's 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 a personal opinion. Um, I wouldn't put him up there. He would be fifth or sixth to me. Here's here's the other thing about Wilt, man. He was going up against six foot seven centers who pay who weighed three hundred pounds. What competition was that, dude? I hear you. Well, you're right. All right. <laughs> I hear you. you. How about Jabbar? <laughs> Alcindor. Alcindor, once again, not a great rebounder. Uh, should have been a better defender because he was seven foot one, but he was a scorer. The sky hook, unstoppable. But I think a guy that can bring the ball up, make teammates better is a better player. Javar didn't make his teammates better. He scored and scored and scored and scored. So I'm going to put LeBron ahead of him. He scored in an era where they had to play with their back to the basket. It was unheard of to see someone that size play out front. But had he been nurtured to or trained to do so, I believe he would have done so. And would have but been the player as, as – like how, how could you have stopped the Wilt Chamberlain that's going that's that's grabbing the board and then going coast to coast? Like they they weren't doing that then. So. Like then they had to give it up, run down the court, and then you have four guys sinking in the paint. You hope somebody hit a jump shot. <laughs> or the uh, outlet pass. How about the outlet pass? Right. You, it's unfair. It's unfair to say a guy a guy can do something if he never did it. You're saying, well, he could have done it. Well, guess what? We never saw it because coaches <laughs> wouldn't allow it wasn't coached that way. If LeBron was in that era, we would not see the same LeBron. LeBron would have been like a, uh, like a Elgin Baylor. Like he would have been a little bit, you know, he, Good one. they didn't allow guys to handle the ball that way. I'm pretty sure there were guys. I, actually, I remember growing up with guys, that were skilled in a way, but because we had positions, they weren't allowed to dribble the ball or even shoot the ball until, you know, you were, you were in a crunch and then you'd be like, Oh, wow. When they do that more often. And, 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 (laughs) you know, it's, it's like, I I remember, you know, like, like, 
like Juwan. All right, I'll give you an example like Juwan, Juwan Howard. Juwan is typically known for playing with his back to the basket, but Juwan can face up. He could shoot threes. He, he, he could handle the ball. They were ball handlers. Juwan played point. He played point. There were times our junior year, and and only reason why we waited to junior year is because we had other options. But junior year, we used Juwan as our point forward. He played the point guard position and initiated the office and inverted office with the guard starting on the blocks. So with if if we didn't push for that and and Fish wasn't so uh liberal, we it, you wouldn't have seen that from Juwan. That's the point I'm getting at. And here's the point that you keep making, but you won't admit it. You guys were running the team, not Fisher. <laughs> That's not true. That's not true. No. That's not true. He allowed us to be who we are. That's why we were able to be so good. He allowed us to be who we are, but Fish definitely had control of that team. I always try to figure out who was the coach of that team. Was it Chris or was it Jalen? <laughs> or were they co-coaches? Oh, maybe it was, it was Jawan Howard since he's a coach it was, now. It was Steve Fisher. <laughs> Steve Fisher. It was Perry. Perry Watson. Perry Watson. Oh, Perry Watson, yeah, that's It was true. Dutch. How about Dutch? Brian Dutcher. Yeah. James Smith. Dutch, it was Perry Watson, man. How about, yeah, Eric, how about Eric Riley? Yeah, Ezo, Michael Talley, <laughs> Rob Polinka. <laughs> Michael Talley was in charge of timeout. <laughs> oh, God, help him. God Michael, help Michael, us. He was in charge of, of making sure that us, us young pups – knew what to expect when we went out there. Hey, Terry, last thing on LeBron here, Terry. Terry, listen to me a second. Last thing on on, uh, LeBron. I'm not not telling you he wasn't a great player. He's a great player. I get that. And I think he's a good man, probably. Uh, A good role model for kids. But he doesn't play by the rules. He travels. They changed the traveling rule, especially for him. So how many of those points and stuff he wouldn't even have? I just can't get over that. I'm sorry. I and I, I, I go ahead. Tell me I'm wrong. You're you're wrong. You you sound like a bitter man. You see, you sound like a guy that's been hurt. You, you're <laughs> not using logic. You're using emotion. Oh, he travels. No, he doesn't. He he doesn't follow the rules. If they change the rules, those are the rules. You, guess what? Yeah. We didn't have a Euro step a few years ago. What they got it now? Everybody's yeah. using. They Euro changed step. it. Yeah, they changed it. That that's a LeBron rule. Not because of him. Yeah, it's you can call of, it. Call no, it no, Euro. No they, for, no, they did it for the white dudes from Europe so they could compete. Okay. <laughs> are, you mad, are you mad at the white European players? Yeah, I don't like. I don't, that's fine. The Euro step came from Manu Ginobili. He was the one who who really within the Spurs, that's where the Euro step really kind of started um, taking off and, and, and being more accepted. How about Dirk? Nah, Dirk didn't really Euro step. Dirk had the uh, fade away to step back. Yeah. The uh, one leg uh, spin fade. That's fine, hey, man. Are you mad at my new Ginobili? No, I don't pay no, attention. No, he don't, he don't bother me. The Euro step. 
is a is a good move if it's done properly. It could be done. Um, but but what's happened is they allow players like LeBron to take four and five steps. I mean, let's be honest, LeBron is a big guy. It's hard for him to stop and change directions. You cannot change directions at six, eight, six, nine, two hundred and fifty pounds. You can't do it like uh uh like a Steph Curry or or, you know, like it, it's, it's you're going to have you're going to take a step or two in there to help you change momentum. And that's what they allow LeBron to do. Hey, fellas. Okay, uh, yes, yes or no? No. Is the Euro step traveling? <laughs> is, is what? Is the Euro is step the Euro traveling? Travel? No, if it's done properly, but. But it's not done but, properly. The way that it's executed today, yes. It's okay, Terry. It's all right. You're fine. That's fine, Terry. I'll let you win. LeBron's number three. Good for you. Congratulations. You could start your team with LeBron. I'll start my team with somebody else. Give me, a, you know, I'll, I'll take second or third choice. That's fine. And you know what? I'll take it. I'll take it. I'll take it. I'll take it. Of course. Hey, fellas. Of course. Goodbye, fellas. Have a nice weekend. Stay healthy. Peace. Yeah, I won't. I know. I know. Penguins can't swim. I get it. I I get it. (laughs) Thanks to everyone for listening to King and Foster. Thanks to uh, David B. and Kelsey behind the scenes. This is Tom Azaway for Terry Foster and Jimmy King. You've been listening to NRM Streamcast. King and Foster. Have a good weekend.